welcome you sexy goddess to the sweetest little life. I am your host, Courtney Hansen. I'm an author, yogi, Reiki master, and hypnotherapist specializing in trauma. My passion is to bring you wisdom each week with amazing guests to spark integration of all parts of yourself, to nurture your spirit, stimulate the mind, and love your body just a little bit more with each episode that drops. If you love this podcast and want more amazing resources for spiritual growth and holistic healing, make sure to download our app, The Sweetest Little Life, or head to the website, thesweetestlittlelife.com. Grab your favorite cup of tea or throw on your yoga pants and head for a walk while we hang out for the next 30 minutes of Soul to Soul Connection. And hello and happy Wednesday. Welcome to The Sweetest Little Life. How are you? I'm doing great. Good morning and thank you for having me here. Yes, I'm so excited for today and I love to kick off the show and really just hear your story and how you stepped into your dharma and doing the work that you're doing today. Okay. You know, honestly, it's been a lifetime journey. (laughs) You know, if I'm listening to all of the, the flags and all of the things that have transpired in my life, it's all pointed me towards what I'm doing. And, and that's, which is um, helping people move into anti-inflammatory living. Um, But more than that, it's a stoke on, on life. I want to empower people, you know, to, to know that we are incredible chemistry sets, you know, Mm. and, and we are so powerful in our own lives to create change. We're just in this society that has us separated, you know, this culture where we're just separated from this tuning in to what we're able to do in terms of whole real foods, you know, and, and what the, the natural whole real foods can do for our bodies. And um, sorry, I'm going off on this because it's, I'm here for it. It's just exciting. It's just (laughs) exciting, you know, Um, to the power of our our words and how that affects the chemistry set. That's our bodies and our external environment. Um, So honestly, although I've had a ton of health issues through my life that have pointed me in this direction and I, you know, I grew up in diet culture. I grew up with autoimmune disease. I grew up with frustration about my weight and um growing up too in LA didn't help because there was this my Mm. mom wanted us to really appear well Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know and um and I'm I I I need things to be really authentic I'm really not about appearances so I struggled with that my my entire life um so in any case, it's a lifelong culmination of things. But um, I grew up really athletic, really like climbing the trees and in the mountainsides. And um, I was pulled off the mountainside and put into the books because um, my parents were super old school. And I was just literally told I could do anything I wanted as long as it wasn't <laughs> sports, you know, or the arts. And I'm like, okay, great. Um, so this has also been a journey of, of coming back to, to who I am. But I had been sick a lot, uh, chronic strep throat, chronic staph infection. Um, mm. 
Yeah. And even though I was super athletic and, and competed um, and was a lifeguard, you know, I competed in, in swimming and I was always super athletic, but still always overweight, you know, and I knew that who I was inside wasn't who I was expressing. There was a, a different, more authentic, real version of myself that I needed to, to let out. And so fast forward, I'm 39 and I start and I've had my two babies and I've started having um, chronic hip pain and I have a super high tolerance for pain. Like I'm pretty slow to go to the doctor <laughs> and I uh, just dealt with it for a little while. Uh, but then it became too much to ignore. You know, I couldn't put my cell phone in my back pocket without it causing a big flare up. Um, oh. Yeah, my hip became super weak. I couldn't even lead going upstairs with my left because I'd hobble. You know, I'd like I'd like fall over to the side because I couldn't support myself on that side. Um, it was pretty bad. And I was in chronic pain daily from my hips down to my toes. And sometimes I'd be running a fever. Um, and if I like were sitting and I had to get up, I'd um, limp around <laughs> for a good 10 minutes before my hip would kick into action. And so when I finally got around to taking care of it, I was told that I was pretty much bone on bone. They were going to x-ray it, uh, but I, I left the scene before I actually got that done. Um, but they told me not to walk or run for exercise anymore and that I was a candidate for hip replacement and they wanted to put me on statins and I oh, was God. like whoa, 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 whoa. Pump <laughs> the brakes. And, yeah, hit the brakes. And I'm super hippie chick. I've always been really um, granola, you know, and I'm the only one in my family, but I've always just, I, I think I grew up around enough superficiality that I went the opposite direction. And I've got a real good kind of detector <laughs> for what's inauthentic or pretension as opposed to something that is at the core level, you know, real. And, right. and so for me, long ago, I decided that if it's not authentic, it's not for me. And, and um, so when it came to my health, even though I had grown up on all of these diets, um, you know, I was on my first diet in the second grade. I was having grapefruit and dried toast. You know, I come home from school to a plate of tomatoes. It was terrible. And uh, um, <laughs> yay, <laughs> yay. But lots of diets. Grew up around health culture, for sure, growing up in L.A. And um, with some, like my sister has a degree in health, fitness, and kinesiology. You know, like we're just, we're active people. And um a lot of people in my life are health gurus. And in any case, so I grew up with that and it was just really time. The, the pain in my hip was enough that I'm like, okay, time to like fully get serious about what I believe. And, and that's whole real foods. Like let's just cut the, the kind of configured ways of eating out, which I do understand because I work with people with disease and, and chronic disease. I know that sometimes you have to be on a really strict plan, you know, but right. for me at that juncture, it was like, okay, time to tune in and really listen to what at your core, you know, to be the truth. And that's that we're like nature, we're nature. And I grew up like I grew up in church, I grew up in faith and and praising God and saying, you know, my body's this temple. 
and then following it up with donuts and coffee, you know, it was just, it was time to take that seriously and really treat myself and my body like a temple and lean into that as opposed to um, just following the system. Mm. Uh And I did. And within weeks, like within weeks, my chronic pain began to disappear. Um, it Isn't was that amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. And that's like, that's what I'm really about. Like, come on, we are incredible. And we are a part of this incredible planet. And on every level in spirit and mind and in body, we have so much power to direct our lives. And, and, you know, but we can't do that when we've got a lot of inflammation in our gut and in our vagus nerve and in our lower hippocampus that is, you know, making us stay in this fight, flight, freeze mode. You know, we're in lower level thinking. Um, The inflammation is fully tied to many forms of depression, many forms of anxiety. So, and then of course, like 80% of our diseases, right, that are, that are killing us from cancer to acne. Mm. And, and so, you know, my heart is to really instill in people like, come on, we are incredible. Let's use this knowledge and, and, um, and for real change for ourselves as individuals, as well as the rest of society, because when we're feeling better, it, we overflow to the people around us. Absolutely. You know, I, I think it's so interesting, your story with, um, your hip and going into the doctor, because even with my recent event, it was so funny because, you know, I initially was put on four medications after surgery. Yeah. And, um, for my follow-up, they wanted to put me on two additional medications, but with those two additional medications could come another medication. And then that was when I pulled the plug and I was like, I'm good. I'm stopping everything. (laughs) So I I stopped everything and immediately started feeling better. Right. These pills are making me feel like death because I don't even take Tylenol usually. Right. And so it was just so much for my system. And it's amazing to me. I was, I, made me really kind of reflect and think. And it's like, you know, like my mother-in-law, for example, she's on a ton of different medications. My Mm. father-in-law, and it's like watching as we age and the medications that were put on and then the medications that the medications were put on have to make us be put on. It's just this ripple effect that has to be stopped because like you said, our bodies are magical. Right. Right. Know what to do. They know what to do. We like, we want to come into homeostasis. The cork Mm. wants to float. We just need to stop pushing it down into the water. (laughs) You know, if we, if we release the cork, it will rise up and float. Absolutely. So I love to give the audience ways that they just leave this podcast feeling like, you know what, this is the first day of the rest of my life. I'm doing this. (laughs) And so- You know, let's start with the gut because our gut is our second brain, right? It's so powerful. And do you know a percentage of the people that have gut inflammation? Because I'm sure it's very, very high. It's, I don't know the exact number, but I know that one in three Americans are pre-diabetic or diabetic. Insane. It's it's so, it's terrible. Like it is terrible. I know that, you know, 80% is the, the rough number of our diseases, like I said, even the, you know, the psoriasis, the depression, mm. um, all the way through to Alzheimer's, cancer, arthritis. Yeah. It's I struggle with health. psoriasis and it was, mm-hmm. it was directly related to gut health. Yeah. It all is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and 
So for my business, connection is actually one of the major themes because our, our gut lining is only one cell thick. And when we eat these foods that are highly processed, which is everything, you know, so many, <laughs> like you have to work right. to not get the processed foods, um, alcohol, gluten, um, the excess sugar that's in everything. Those are like real common inflammatories. And so when we eat those, um, that one cell lining becomes inflamed. And, and the, there's this tight junction, right, in between the cells that are supposed to be keeping toxins and pathogens and little bits of undigested food out of the bloodstream. But when we continue to irritate those cells and continue to make them inflamed, little gaps appear because it's only one cell thick, right? And, and the toxins seep through those junctions and into our bloodstream. And that's what causes the systemic inflammation. So I would say, you know, it, it starts chasing something that's not there. Um, and then that creates havoc. But so I would say, I don't know, rough estimation, 80%, 85%. Oh my gosh. Of Americans. Like leaky gut is, is not the only cause of inflammation by any means, but it's huge in this culture. Like mm. in this society, I keep saying culture. I'm I, sorry. I don't mean to, um, in our society. Right. And it, well, it's yeah. interesting too, because the foods that are allowed in America are not allowed in majority of other countries. Yeah. Yeah. Like, not oh. even allowed. Illegal. Illegal. Like even, even the chocolate croissants at Starbucks, they contain the same chemical that we use to use um, for our flip flops and to foam yoga mats. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Isn't that great? Yeah, banned everywhere else. <laughs> but allowed yoga here. Mat, no biggie. Yeah, no big. Oh, <laughs> what gosh. do your yoga mat and your croissant have in common? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that might be my headline for this podcast. I love it. <laughs> Um, but, you know, so it's about connection, keeping that gut connected. And then, you know, here's another thing. Um, loneliness is an epidemic in the United States. Oh. It said that one in eight Americans don't have someone to talk to or turn to. Mm. And that actually causes inflammation um, because we are um, meant to be in groups. We're meant to be a part of a, commun a community. That's our safety. And when we're separated from that measure of safety on a very primal level, it stresses us out. And stress, you know, along with the nutrition is a major source of systemic inflammation. Yeah, absolutely. So again, connection, right? Connection to each other, connection within our gut, connection to the earth, grounding takes away inflammation. Like it's so solid and has been tested again and again and again, but getting out barefoot in nature, swimming in the ocean, hugging a tree, laying in the grass, soaking up the sun literally takes away your chronic pain measurably by about 24% on average. So again, it's connection, right? Connection to the earth. Wow. It's just fascinating. It really is. I, I, mm -hmm. I personally love numbers just because it makes it so tangible for people to really kind of wrap their heads around how common yeah. this is and a lot of people are walking around not knowing what you know they're having all these symptoms but they have no idea the root cause and I feel like right. it usually comes back to inflammation yes. somewhere within the body that we don't right. know exists well and, oh go ahead oh no go ahead well I was gonna say and then you factor in emotional um trauma you know emotional mm -hmm. like trauma is 
again, completely connected. We cannot separate. This has actually been difficult for me <laughs> to pinpoint within my business because we just can't separate these things. And uh, our emotions, our, our body hears and recognizes every emotion and thought that we have. And certain diseases um, such as um, fibromyalgia are completely linked to emotional trauma. And the studies that are coming out in particular with fibromyalgia and healing the trauma of the past, some of which a lot of people don't realize they even have, um, it actually heals the chronic pain and the fibromyalgia. That is, I have heard so many different things about fibromyalgia because yeah. my husband actually is a paramedic and works for okay. the fire department. So it's very interesting to hear his thoughts yeah. on it when he sees people with it, because it usually is someone that has been in a traumatic situation, is mm-hmm. living in a traumatic environment, and mm-hmm. it is so linked. And it, it is amazing because I, I feel, you know, the mind, body, and spirit are so interconnected as one. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. for some reason, we've separated it. And That's right. the thing is, if one's bad, if one's having issues, everything else is going to fall in line. And That's right. so we have to come back to that integrative wholeness of right. being ourselves and full embodiment in order exactly. to live this full, healthy life. Right on. Exactly. Exactly. And, and so that's, that's really what, when you enter, I have a, a small group coaching program and within the small group coaching program, yes, it's anti-inflammatory nutrition. Yes. I can talk that stuff all day long. I love it. It excites me. But what excites me more is just this stuff, you know, and helping people move into this place of embodiment, like you said, integrating the the three, because it's not just one. Mm-hmm. If you're eating all the right things, but are miserable in your day to day, you're not really moving towards health. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So what are some things that people can start implementing if to for inflammation, if they're struggling with gut inflammation or with leaky gut, what are some things that you are like, this is, you're going to see results from this. This is Mm -hmm. something that will change your life. What have you seen the most results with? The number one thing that I have seen results with is gluten. Mm. Yeah, eliminating the gluten. It's, it's not that wheat is bad. Wheat is not bad. It's just in the 1960s in the United States, we started using as our standard wheat, everything, you know, all across the board became this standardized dwarf wheat. And this dwarf wheat fed the masses. It's great. It's small. It's compact. And that's why we use it but it contains too much of the naturally occurring protein gluten. So gluten, like our bodies, yeah, we can handle some gluten. It's just that since the 1960s, we've been overloading our bodies with it. Mm. And and so I think people really need to internalize and understand that um, because, man, I love my bread 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 products, you know, but I prefer to feel good. And, Absolutely. <laughs> you know, and if you can get your hands on ancient grains, that's great because they're, they're not the same as this dwarf wheat that we've adopted. So yeah, eat the ancient grains, 
eat the oats as you know, they can, they're subject to cross contamination, but if you find gluten-free oats, go for it, you know? Um, but yeah, uh, the, the gluten irritates our gut lining and is directly associated with inflammation. You know, I used to be one of those people that was like, oh, that's such a joke, uh, you know, gluten's and everything, yeah. and um, until, until I, uh, you can tell me I've been talking all morning, my, <laughs> my sentences <laughs> here, um, but until my daughter, she was, when she was younger, it started when she was about three, she would yeah. eat foods, you'd have spaghetti for dinner, you know, and she'd like violently start puking, but it wasn't mm. like she was in pain, it was like she'd puke and go, and we're like, what the hell is going on? Mm-hmm. And she she just she just puke on the floor and then keep going and we're like yeah. what's happening yeah so we went to this we went to doctors and we did all the things and they're like you know sometimes kids can make themselves throw up and da 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 well it wasn't until about a year ago we had paired and we make it a joke because it's really like there's certain things that do not do it but anything with shitty white bread in it does it for <laughs> sure and so we like started noticing like she, we would go out to sushi or something and she would yeah. start like she wouldn't even make it to the car and start wow. throwing up wow. and we're like what is going on and then we paired it and we're like let's not eat gluten in the house and just see what happens you yeah. mm-hmm She's like, and it wasn't like it bothered her, but it was like her body right. would like immediately respond, right? Because as kids, we don't understand what's happening. And watching yeah. this happen, like adult form to watching a child go through it, I'm like, oh my God, like this is insanity that this is even legal. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. And you know, I've got a, a similar story about gluten. Um, my nephew is on the autistic spectrum and he's like 22 now, I think. Um but when he was younger, maybe four, they had him seen an occupational therapist helping to, him to acquire new sets of words. Mm-hmm. And so he'd acquire a list of maybe 12 words and they'd, they'd celebrate, right? Because he learned these 12 words and they'd bust out the Play-Doh and play with the Play-Doh as an enforcement, right? A reinforcement. And, um, but they'd notice a pattern that after they celebrated, he would plateau. For like two weeks, he would be unable to acquire any new words. And so they dug a little deeper, like, what's going on? How come he just stops? And it ends up, it's, you know, the primary ingredient of Play-Doh is wheat. And oh so, my gosh, I've yeah, yeah, the wheat was absorbing through his skin, oh. and which everything does, by the way, right? Everything absorbs through our skin. So what we put on our skin is of primary importance. But the, the, the gluten in the wheat was um, making his language acquisition plateau. Wow. Yeah. That was one of my flags. That was powerful. Oh, my gosh. That is insane. Oh, I can't even. Because uh, it is yeah. so true. I mean, it's like 90 seconds or something. The minute that something goes on our skin, it's in our bloodstream, right? Mm-hmm. Something crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I was, we did a podcast mm, like a month ago with someone who came out with Kofina um, collagen and it's, and she was explaining her story very similar and how like, um, you know, the black mold in her house and all these things were happening and it was just like, oh my gosh, the things that we're exposed to and we don't even realize it. Right. Right. And it's so normal. It's so normal to, to just think it's okay. And I just, you know, I liken it to, oh, how, what do I liken it to? It's like, we, we want to be in alignment. And, and when we're in alignment um, with 
whatever it is that you want to associate it to really, you know, but, but with source, with God, with, with what's healthy, with what's natural, um, when we're in that alignment, we can thrive and we can flow. But when, like, when we're in pain, it's like we're out of alignment and the degree to which we are in pain is kind of the degree to which we are separated from that core place. Yeah. yeah. And, and that goes emotionally and spiritually as well as physically, you know? And, and so when we can really tap in and listen to our bodies and know that we are not our thoughts and separate ourselves so we're not living in this reactionary place and bring ourselves into alignment um, with natural foods, whole real foods that aren't creating this muck within ourselves, right? That's moving us out of alignment. Um, then we can really thrive. And it's a, it's a lifelong journey. It's not like a snap your fingers and it's all perfect thing. It's a constant balancing act and a constant journey. And it's beautiful. <laughs> I think it is I beautiful. Think, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just did a live before this and it was one of the things um, we had talked about was, you know, people asking, when am I healed? It's like, you're never healed. Then you'd be dead. Yeah. Right. Like it's always a journey. It's always mm-hmm. a lesson. Like we're always trying to be better than who we were yesterday. And that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it it's is. an amazing competition with ourselves to always do better for ourselves. And like you said, true, when we can start honoring and loving our body as the mm-hmm. temple that it is, things shift. They really, really do. Like lives change yes. dramatically. And, and, you know, the, you would ask solid things that people can do. And I'm sorry, I am also like, I can converse all day long. <laughs> um, another practical, tangible thing that I completely love is when we, in the same vein, when we focus ourselves in a certain direction, um, and, and we place our focus and our energy towards something. That's what we're going to, is what's going to start showing up in our lives. And that's what we're going to get more of. Right. Mm. Um, and so when it comes to this change of moving into anti-inflammatory living and, and for a lot of people, a forced change in nutrition, the real key, like a real game changer is not focusing on what you've given up. And not focusing on what you can eat because that stuff's crap. You don't want it in your cells anyway. But focusing more on the foods that heal and being in praise and gratitude and awe and becoming fascinating, fascinated, like turning what's fearful around and becoming really curious and really fascinated with it because it is completely amazing. Yeah. So focusing on, on, on where you're going right? As opposed to, and being stoked on it, as opposed to looking at what you're giving up. Yeah. And I love when we can put, this was really a game changer for me personally. So hopefully it will help the audience as well. But when I realize that we can put energy into our food while we're preparing it, because Mm. no one wants to meal prep, no one wants to sit and cook for, you know, especially if you have kids and you're busy Mm -hmm. and all the things, right? Right. But when we can pause and turn it into this active self-love and realize Mm. the energy that we're pouring into the food that we're putting into our body to nourish it, it becomes this like full triangle effect, right? Right. (laughs) And, And honestly, yes, absolutely. And that, of course, takes us to, of course, words, right? And blessing our food and what we mm. speak over our food and 
the energy that we put into it. And again, just another layer to be fascinated about, you know, and I, I love Dr. Emoto and his studies on water, right? And, and that they show, and I know the studies have been difficult to replicate, but what they demonstrate is that um, the cells of the water, like the structure of the water changes. changes. <laughs> and if you consider we are 60 to 70% water on average, what does that say about the words that we speak over ourselves Mm. and over other people and our narrative, right? About where we're going with our health and our body and our journey. Um, and, you know, and blessing the food. I think that all the, all, like a lot of the major religions and traditions speak towards what we speak and watching our tongue and blessing our food and speaking life. And it's because it's powerful mm. and it's, it's awesome. It's like one of my favorite things. I know I speak into my water every morning. I love that. <laughs> Good for you. Right on. Right on. So, yeah. And we can speak, you know, over ourselves. It's, mm. it's cool. We're it really amazing. is. We are amazing. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. resources for, it can be really overwhelming at first when you start your journey, right? To eating yeah. clean and yeah. finding whole foods in general and what that looks like, because it feels like there's we have so much data input coming in with social yeah. media and with all the gurus that it can be really vastly challenging to find what works for our body. So yeah. where is the best? Ooh, that just blipped out. Could you say that again? Where is the best place for the audience to connect directly with you to get yeah. into the coaching programs, any resources, anything like that, that people can yeah. find to kind of start their journey. Yeah, thank you. My, you know, on Instagram, I've got my link tree that that links right into um, my offerings. And then my website is taproots805. Taproot is a big metaphor, by the way, for digging deep and becoming well nourished so that we could then support the people around us, like better support the people around us. Um, and uh I, you know, I'm really excited right now. Those are the best two ways, by the way. Okay. Uh, Instagram and my website, Taproots805, but I'm really excited. I just published this new journal and it's for total beginners. And so if anybody's listening and they're just getting started, this journal is the place to start because it's a book um, and a journal. And I explain gluten, I explain sugar, I explain inflammation, leaky gut. Um, have detox tips, like all the beginner things. I include food lists, um, foods to embrace, foods not to eat, how to use baby steps, like all of these things. And then I set up the journal with coaching questions um, to help you move into your narrative and your story um, and your relationship with food and health. I love um, that. Yeah. And then within it, you know, a daily gratitudes. Um, daily, I'm thankful for my bodies, you know, like, mm. um, uh, daily check-in with self-care and water, um, pages to write things out. And then, um, I have, you know, because I grew up on diets, I'm completely anti-diet culture. Um, so rather than grasping at numbers, uh, I have questions leading towards, um, listening to your body. What have you eaten today? That's different. How does your body feel? Um, to just help people move into this place of listening to their body's reaction um, to food. 
as well as their emotions. It's really interesting too. When we actually start, I had to do a practice like that, very similar when I got, when I was um, in school for my Ayurveda practitioner license. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And one of the things was acknowledging, you know, when you eat, where do you feel it in your body? And it was like, how am I going to do this exercise? When I started doing it, I was like, Oh my gosh, like, yeah. I'm feeling it in my left big toe. This is so weird. You know, it was bizarre. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm super airy. Like I'm a super airy person. And, and my chart is all air and fire pretty much. And even my life path numbers, air and what is it? Vada that I am. That's, that's uh -huh. air, <laughs> you know, like heavily Vada. And honestly, root vegetables completely ground me. Like I can really feel when I need a root vegetable. Mm. And I feel really good after. Yeah. It's incredible. Amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. I could keep talking yeah. to you forever. <laughs> I know. It's exciting stuff. And it I really, really appreciate the opportunity to, to talk with you and to converse about it. Absolutely. And we will be in touch so soon. I know that you've helped a lot of people today. So thank you again for yeah. your time. Yeah. Thank you, Courtney. Have a great day. You too. I have some exciting news. Within is finally in stores. You can buy it anywhere that books are available, but right now it is on sale on Amazon for $21.99 paperback or $39.99 hardback. Within is my heart, my soul, I have poured so much love into this, so much vulnerability into this, and this is my personal story told for the first time ever. What Within is based on is Carl Jung's uh, Divine Feminine Archetypes and how we can embody and connect to each and every one in a very sacred and personal way with healing modalities for you to try and experiment with and try on what fits and what doesn't work. There's journal entries in there, there's shadow work, there's connecting to each and every archetype within divine feminine energy and how to truly start showing up as your highest self. If this sounds like something which you have been longing for or something that just resonates with you, I highly suggest you grab a copy. Again, the book is Within by Courtney Hansen, C-O-U-R-T-N-E-Y-H-A-N-S-O-N. Thank you so much for listening to The Sweetest Little Life today. I hope you walk away feeling inspired, feeling a little bit more lighter, a little bit more free than what you were before you hit that play button. As always, please, sharing is caring. We love to hear your thoughts. We love to get feedback, um, guest recommendations, all the things. And if you're not subscribed, hit that little subscribe button before you leave today. And until next time, we will be hanging out soon.